Guess what, guys? We're not doctors. No, we are not. So if you're going to be making any major medical decisions, please consult your doctor. That includes diets, surgeries, and exercise. We love you guys. And we want you to continue to be in our OSLP family forever. So be careful and consult your doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome back, OSLP family. Welcome, welcome. You are listening to our Sleeve Life podcast, and this is Kelly. And this is Mel. And we are excited because we have one of our patrons. That's right. He's on the show today. On the show. Yeah. On Zoom. He's part of our new uh, the Bariatric Diaries. And the Benchies. And the Benchies. We yes. get to hang out with him all the time. Yes. Yeah. So we are really excited to welcome Jeremy onto the show. <laughs> Go ahead and say hi, Jeremy. <laughs> we are so excited for you to have surgery. Nice. Yeah, I'm truly excited too. Yeah. What, yeah. what is the one thing that you are really looking forward to after surgery? Um, I think the biggest thing is just the, just having the tool just to kind of like help me lose the weight and just to keep it off, you know, and just, you know, cause I've tried several things in the past and it's just, you know, I've lost weight and then found, found it back plus somebody else's that they'd lost too. And <laughs> so I'm just, I'm, I'm looking forward to just getting my life back and keeping it off. So, yeah, I can definitely relate. Yeah. I'm, I did the same thing. It was like, every time I lose like 20 pounds, I gain 40. And like, I was just like, are you kidding me right like, now? God, can I just keep it off? And why am I gaining double? It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's <laughs> stupid. I mean, now we, we know why that happens. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jeremy, you are pre-op right now. And when do you have surgery? Uh, on Tuesday. So in three, day, uh, three days. Three days. So exciting. How are you handling? So you're on a liquid diet right now, right? Um, so I'm not on a liquid diet. Um, so I, because I had dropped originally when I first went in for my first appointment, I was supposed to be doing a two week liquid diet, Okay. but, and my BMI was like a 58. Wow. Oh, wow. Um, okay. But because I had a significant weight loss, uh, in my pre, in my like work, um, I actually went from a 58 to now a 52 nice. and uh, and BMI and it actually, so my doctor actually just changed it to like a high carb, high protein, um, no more than 30 carbs a day diet. Okay. And then the day before is, um, all sugar-free liquids. Okay. All right. Are you, that was the hardest day for me. Which one? The all clear liquid day. Mm. I was like, Oh, I just want to eat some broth. <laughs> you never thought you were going to say that. I want broth. No, damn it. <laughs> never. Well, and I was at that time when I was on my final day before surgery, I was actually staying in a hotel because my ex-husband was working out of Corvallis, which is about an hour, hour away. away. Yeah. And so I was in, in a hotel room. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't do anything. And I was like, I was so nervous about surgery. And yeah, it's totally understandable. Yeah. yeah. So what was um, what was your why? What, what was going on with you to make you be like, OK, it's time to take charge? Mm-hmm. Um. So growing up, like I was always like the skinny kid, oh, even like all okay. through high school. Like, and I played sports here and then I was always like super skinny. Like if I sucked it in, you could see my ribs. Oh, wow. Um, I didn't actually start gaining the weight until like my, I got 
married for the first time at 20 and that's when I started gaming all the way because okay. uh, I had, you know, had kids and mm. I just, you know, kind of, kind of, just kind of came busy with work and complacent and, yeah. um, you know, gained a lot of weight really quick. Mm-hmm. And, you know, then I would go on a diet and I would lose it all. And I've had doctors like throughout the years, like, you know, recommend bariatric surgery to oh, me okay, okay. and I've never had any kind of surgery before. So mm. I'm just like, I'm like, heck no, you're not going to slice me open. No, thank you. I'll do this. I'll do this. Like, you know, like, I'm, you know, like quote unquote, you know, the protocol, you know, the, the man way, yeah. you know, I'll get it off. And, uh, you know, and I, you know, and I, of course I'd lose and then I'd, I'd regain and, and I can hear other people's wives, like, you know, they went to a theme park and they couldn't get on the rides and, mm-hmm. you know, or what, are they, and like, it's, and like all of those things, like I've had every single one of those wives but it wasn't like enough to like push me over the edge. Okay. And then like back in March, I, you know, went through some, some pretty like crappy things in life Mm. where, you know, I kind of felt like I was losing everything. And, uh, you know, so I was kind of like, you know, kind of like down in the dumps for a little bit. And I just kind of decided one day, I'm like, no, this isn't going to wreck me. Like I'm going to be strong. I'm going to like, you know, change. I want to like, you know, be a better person, be a, you know, get healthier. I want my life back. Mm. And so I started to kind of consider the surgery and but was still pretty nervous. And um, I went to like a social event for like a, this, a soccer team that I'm, you know, into. And, and I parked my car and like, you know, a guy parked next to me and went into the event. And when I came back out, I realized he had done like what I call like a douchebag parking okay. where, they, where they parked just a little bit too close. Oh yeah. And, yeah. You know, but if you're a skinny person, you'd have no problem getting into that mm-hmm. thing. And like, you know, and I'm a, you know, a pretty prideful person at the time. So I'm like, okay, I, you know, I can do this. Mm-hmm. And I, I wiggled and I, you know, tried to get in. I just couldn't like, mm-hmm. and I even like, I even went as far as like trying to like hop over my, my, uh, my shifter in the middle from my passenger seat, just couldn't get in. So oh, no, I had to like go back into the event and like find this guy and ask him to come out and move his car so that I could get in mine and walk away. And mm-hmm. just the humiliation of that, mm-hmm. like that day I came home and I'm like, that's it. I'm done. I'm getting the surgery. Like I'm getting my life back, whatever it takes. Like I'm going to do it. Yeah. Like, I'm going to like, wow. you know, I'm going to, I want, you know, I want to be able to do anything and just, you know, and not mm-hmm. have to like, you know, have to go through that humiliation ever mm-hmm. again. So. Oh Yeah. I oh, can yeah. I because can relate. I've done the whole get over the passenger the clutch mm-hmm. side before because because that is a douche move, man. Like, why are you so close to my door? Mm-hmm. Like, whoever was in that passenger seat, you're not being able to get out either. I don't know what the hell's happening. Yeah, but yeah, I've had to climb over, and it's a bitch, man. Like there is, yeah. and I was probably like two fifty at the time trying to like do that in the Honda. Oh yeah, remember my Honda Accord? Uh-huh. Oh my god, it was a stick shift, and then someone parked really close, and we were at um, Walmart, and I was like, I guess I have to hop through. And then try to get out. And I mean, I was able to do it. But if I was like my top weight, no way. there's no way. There's no yeah. way that oh, my wow. leg wouldn't be able to like move over. <laughs> so yeah. it's definitely painful and just like mentally frustrating because you're just like, I should be able to fucking do this. Yep. This is so annoying. Mm-hmm. So I get your pain with that because you're just like, what the hell? This mm-hmm. is like normal shit I should be able to do. So I'm yeah, glad that you went home and was like, nope, I'm fixing this shit. Right yeah. Now. <laughs> yeah. And I've had to do it before, you know, and, but I'm much like, you know, I, back then I was like 300 pounds and it was mm-hmm. like, you know, I've done it before and it was like, I'm like, yeah, oh yeah, I can do this. But, mm-hmm. you know, 
at, you know, at that time, like, you know, I was like pushing 500 pounds. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. it just didn't happen. I'm yeah. sure if anybody was around me looking, it was more like YouTubeable, you know, because mm. it was probably pretty funny to watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so what was your first steps after you made that that decision that yeah. I'm going to do it? How did you find your surgeon? <laughs> Um, so yeah, so after I decided to do it, like, of course, like I researched it like crazy Good. Good. and, you know, cause I wanted to make sure that it was something that I, you know, that I wanted to do. And I, you know, I'd heard all the, you know, the, the bad, you know, reviews about it, you know, from like the, you know, the old, you know, bariatric mm-hmm. surgeries and, yeah. um, but just started, you know, started to find a lot of the positive stuff and, um, and found, you know, found that I wanted to do the, originally I wanted to do the, um, I was butcher the first name but the the donald the do a donald switch yes yeah that one that one uh, (laughs) we've had to practice that a lot yeah yeah so that's what i first wanted to do okay and so i started just research surgeons around the area and you know being in austin you know we've got a lot Mm -hmm. and uh I found, you know, I found a surgeon. She came like highly recommended. She's one of like the best surgeons in the whole state of Texas. Wow. And, uh, you know, and she's, you know, and she specialized in like robotic surgeries. Okay. And, um, and so then I called and I, you know, I made an, you know, I made an appointment with her and, um, and I think I had my first, I think I had my first appointment with her within like two weeks. Wow. Oh, that's amazing. So, yeah. Wow. She got yeah. you in quick. Man. Yeah. I was the same way. I was like within two weeks, I was in seeing my surgeon and getting all the information and starting it. And I was just like, whoa, uh-huh. this is fast. This is really <laughs> fast. <laughs> yeah. My up, yeah. my upfront was slow, but then once I had that appointment, yeah. then it was like, yeah. 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 Once they, once I started, it was like. I was like, I was so gung, so gung ho. Like if you, if you would have got me in like the next day, I would have done it, you know? Cause it was just like, I want this done. I want to like do this, like, let's get it done. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so I was shocked to like get in so quick. And then it was like, when I went to go leave the appointment, like they gave me the big list of like, Hey, you got to do all these things before mm-hmm. you're in surgery, you know, mm-hmm. before your insurance says, yes, they'll cover it. Yeah. Right. And so that, you know, that definitely got, gave me a few months worth of work, you know, mm-hmm. to do. Um, and I actually like found out at that appointment that I couldn't get the, the switch. I actually had to do RNY okay. because I have like very mild, like acid reflux. Okay. Oh, okay. And so the switch would actually like, could magnify that. So oh. that kind of like, that kind of like took that out of the equation. And at first I was kind of bummed about it. Cause I was like, you know, cause I had my mindset. I was like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want the original. I want the new, <laughs> I want the new fresh technique. You know, the one that's like, has like this, you know, the super fast weight loss and, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff like that. But yeah, but it's now like a- I'm like, but now I'm stoked about it. I think, you know, it's definitely like the right one for me. So yeah. Um, did you watch our live surgery of it? I did. I'm Good. I'm not a big fan of blood and stuff like that, but I, I was like glued to the to the screen for that. And I was like, oh, this is like fascinating. Like and I actually used the word gator at my uh <laughs> My, my pre-op with the hospital and the, and the dietitian just laughed. Yes. She's, like, she's like, I've never heard it called that, but that's hilarious. You're like, well, so you're like, podcast. there's I these to. two girls and they named it that. Right. <laughs> We're coining it the gator. Don't anybody else. Take yeah. I us. think Dr. D has actually started calling it the gator. She has. Yeah. That's I awesome. love it. I love it. So how long did you have to, what was your pre-op 
like? So how long did you have to do the pre-op and then what what all it, did it entail? Mm-hmm. Um, so let's see. So May 20, May 22nd was my first pre-op appointment. Oh, um, on my birthday. And that is. I had to um, let's see. So um, so my initial my initial weight was 478. Okay. And that was like my heavy weight. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they said I had to like drop at least 25 pounds. Okay. Uh, I couldn't gain a single pound uh, or my okay. insurance would deny it. Um, and I had to complete 12 sessions with a nutritionalist. Okay. Um, I had to um, get a cardiac clearance. Mm. Um so EKG, but also like a stress test as well. So okay. like on the treadmill. Okay. Ooh, how did that um, go? Like, what does that feel like? I've never done one. Yeah, I've never done one either. It was like, it was like nerve wracking. At first I was kind of pissed off. I almost like went and got a different like cardiologist <laughs> uh, because I was like, my insurance only requires the EKG, not the stress test. Mm. But he's like, I'm not signing it unless I, you know, unless I see that. Wow. I remember and that in the so, group chat. Yeah. 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 So you have to like go and like, you know, you got all these like electrodes like strapped to you and okay. then they put you on a treadmill. Oh. And they started off at like a really slow like walk. And okay. then they tell you that every three minutes they're going to increase it. Okay. And they want to, and they want to get your heart rate up to like a 210. Ooh. Okay. That's high. Yeah. yeah that's and, real high. Uh, and at that point, I'd already been working out a lot. So it wasn't like my, you know, it wasn't like I wasn't doing any exercise. So it was mm-hmm. like, a, you know, and, and it was like it had gotten to like and there's like a there's like a, a fail safe button like when it gets too much you either you hit it or you just tell them stop okay and it got to the final increase where it literally felt like you were like going up a you know like a and a, a steep incline and almost like a very light run okay and I was like I wasn't like I was feeling good like physically and like I you know of course I'm like huffing and puffing mm-hmm. but right. like. And it wasn't that I felt like I was going to pass out or anything. I felt like I was going to like fall on my face. So I had to to tell him to stop. And I was afraid that I had failed it. Mm. And I asked the lady, I was like, because I told you to stop, do I fail? And she's like, no, not at all. She goes, we we got your heart rate, like definitely up to the the level it needed. Oh, good. um, And that was actually my fight. Like, let's see, I'm trying to think what else I had to do. Um, So that means your heart's fine, right? Your heart's, like your heart's great. Yeah, my heart's great. I actually like when I fought like that was I was the most nervous about that because I was like, you know, you feel like at the time you feel like your heart's just racing out of control. Mm-hmm. And you're like, and I'm just like, there's no way I'm going to pass this. And this is going to derail me. Mm-hmm. This right. is going to suck because I'm going to have to wait. And when I finally like called, I had to call the, the cardiologist a few times to get my results because they said, oh, we'll have your results by that night. Okay. And it was like three days later that I actually got my results. And, she, and he was like. Oh yeah, you've passed with flying colors. Yay. I'm signing off. No problem. You'll do great in surgery. Oh, so, perfect. Yeah, That's so amazing. I was stoked about that. And yeah. then and then I had to wait like I think close to a month past that for my ins- everything to be sent to my insurance and mm-hmm. then my insurance to sign off on it. Okay. Um was that that was that's always nerve-wracking. Yeah. Like, like oh yeah, big time. Like I was like, calling oh. I was calling my surgeon's office like once a week like Hey, and talk to my advocate. Like, hey, did you guys get it early? Mm-hmm. Do you guys do you guys know or not? And so, <laughs> and when I when I got the call, I was literally on a conference call at work, but it wasn't my turn to talk. So I like I saw the number and I answered it, 
And I'm sure that my coworkers were like, why is this guy getting so excited? Like, you know, when he's on the phone, like, you know, cause he, they knew I wasn't like talking to a technician or anything. Right. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, then they called and said it was approved. And I think I was, I think it was like the next day that they called me and scheduled me for my pre-op and, you wow. know, and they even at that, on that phone call, they even said like, you know, and then, you know, we have this week reserved for your surgery too. So I was like, dang, okay, cool. Nice. Oh my gosh. That is exciting. When you, when you said you did the 12 nutritionist uh, classes that you had to do, what, what did they kind of show you? What was their uh, structure look like? So it was, so like the first, so it was, yeah, so it was a 12 week session. And the very last one was like a big class where they just kind of like walked through like every, what everybody calls like the handbook, you know, like all of your like mm-hmm. pre-op diet, your post-op mm-hmm. diet, like okay. the do's and don'ts and stuff like that. You kind of walk through that with like a bunch of other people. But before that, it was just one-on-one oh, um, nice. and they were like the first one, I think was like 30 minutes mm-hmm. and it was just the dietitian, like, you know, finding out more about you, like, Mm-hmm. Um, you know, your current weight, you know, and stuff like that. And then mm-hmm. like, you know, your eating styles and, um, and then the first, you know, and then like you had then like every, the, the next 10 were just like 15 minute calls where he would literally oh. just call me and be like, Hey, what's your current weight? Um, how is your going with your homework from the last week? Okay. Um, and then this is what I want you to work on this week. And yeah it went through everything from like, um, you know, like telling you go buy six inch plates, okay. go buy, you know, go buy like cocktail silverware, um, you know, start, you know, waiting 30 minutes after your meal to drink any mm-hmm. kind of liquids, mm-hmm. oh, perfect. Um, start, you know, start taking 30 minutes to eat your meals. And, um, and then towards the end, that's when they started, you know, that's when you like cut my calories down and, you know, and like, I was already like tracking my food at that, you know, before I even started talking to him, mm-hmm. cause I pretty much started doing that. Like, you know, day one. Oh, and, nice. awesome. Um, yeah. And so, um, and then, yeah, the last one was just like very like informational. So it was actually like super helpful. And the okay. guy, the guy, the dietitian was, it was really cool. And, you know, like everything he said to do, like I, implemented like right away. Cause I'm like, there's nothing that's going to derail this. Like I'm not going to fit in that 50% of people that like fail, you know, mm. after the first year, like yeah. I'm going to be the 50% that like it works forever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like you're getting a good base, not like with your routine. So you already have, you know, you're, you're tracking your food, mm-hmm. you're already eating low carb, you're already doing all the things and the 30 minutes in between, which, by the way, that's the worst that's part. That's the hard part. Yeah. That's the so worst hard. part is when you're sitting there and you're yeah. like, I'm so thirsty, but it's oh. been 15 minutes. Can I drink it? Can I drink it? Well, you start realizing how long time really is. <laughs> like, because mine did, Dr. Patterson did 15 minutes mm-hmm. is what mine was. It mine was, was 30. Like, it was 30 to eat. And then like 15 minutes after you eat, after your last bite, then you can have. But like. Just having your timer on, I'm like, Jesus Christ, this has only been eight minutes. What are we doing here? Mm-hmm. Like, this is insane. Okay, now, now it's 10 minutes. I have five more to go. Like, I'm so freaking thirsty because mm-hmm. I always had water next to me when I when I ate. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, this is so weird. I have to get used to this. My mouth would like dry because it's not used to not having some sort of like, mm-hmm. I probably shouldn't say this because of you. But Go ahead. Say you it. Know, lubrication in your mouth <laughs> that's what she said that's what she said yep that's one it wasn't used to it i'm I, using that one <laughs> you should, you should. 
Lubrication. It's, Lubrication. It's challenging too because like I love spicy food. Oh yeah. It, like when I eat spicy food, I always have that glass of water. Yep. Like if it's just a little too much, you know, right. to kind mm-hmm. of like, you know, extinguish the fire just a little bit so you can keep on going. And like, so like even like even like last night, like I, you know, is like you know, like I just, I decided to start my, like my liquid diet, like two days early, just cause I'm so petrified. I'm going to get in there and like, my liver is going to be too heavy. Right. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to one up this. I'm going to go through, you know, I'm going to go three days liquid. But, I love it. Um, so for like my last, you know, like my, my last like low carb meal last night, like, you know, I had hot sauce on there and it was, mm-hmm. it was definitely like pretty like hot. And it was like, it was so hard to wait those 30 minutes. Cause mm-hmm. like, I wanted to kind of like slow that fire down just mm-hmm. a little bit. And I was mm-hmm. like, but I'm like, I swear that that 30 minutes felt like three hours. You yeah, know? it does. It does. And even it yesterday, because really I um, did the recording for like, what do I eat throughout the day? Mm-hmm. And it was my chicken salad that has jalapenos in it. And hot and, sauce. And, ha- and I put sriracha on top. <laughs> S- sriracha? Sriracha. And I put salt and pepper and I mixed it all up. Well, then I took a full bite and then I'm like, oh, that's hot. That's hot. That's hot. And I was like, this is so bad. My whole, like, I've never had this before. One nostril totally drained. And then mm-hmm. both eyes were watering. And I was like, holy shit, like this just never happens to me. But like I did take a little sip and just wish it around in my mouth just like to cool it down. Cause I'm like, oh man. But I couldn't re- imagine if I was like, you know, because that's mushy food. I could have had that during like puree time. Mm-hmm. And that would have been painful to yeah, like deal to with like, 15 oh, minutes. Oh, I need water, but I can't have water. <laughs> That'd be good. Yeah. I oh, I actually didn't follow the 30 minutes before. Mm. I would drink all the way up until I ate. And then I would have my meal because I was like, I don't want to like be in the middle of my meal and be like, I'm so thirsty. (laughs) So I just I didn't follow that. I was not a rule follower with that. So which is fine. That's totally fine. (laughs) Kelly says it's fine. Did you have any like feud? uh, What do we call those food funerals? Food funerals. Yeah. Like with Um, your favorite places. I did. So actually like my my like my. Uh, my biggest f- food funeral was barbecue because, like, Ooh. I mean, I live in Texas, so barbecue is everywhere. That's right. Yeah. And so, like, I drove out to, like, my, like, favorite, like, barbecue place and, and you know, like, because I knew that, like, I, you know, after pre-op, I mean, post-op, I wouldn't be able to eat like that anymore. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then I had, like, uh, I had, like, my son, like, grab me, like, a piece of, like, chocolate cake on the way home. and. Yeah. Because my surgeon told me that, like, the one, you know, there was three things that after surgery I wouldn't be able to eat. Frosting, mm-hmm. Heinz ketchup, and sweet tea. In Heinz like, ketchup. That's yeah, too sweet. Because like, it's like, yeah, because there's so much sugar yeah. in it. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I'm like. Ketchup is filled like, with sugar. that one. Yeah, that one I could take her. I didn't really. That one didn't hurt me. But, like, mm-hmm. the free, she said frosting. <laughs> and. And sweet tea, and I almost got up and walked out of the room. So I'm like, You're taking away two loves of mine. No. So, what the hell? I'm like, I can do it. You but, got this. Yeah. It's yeah. that is it because it there's just so much sugar that it'll upset you, like give you dump, dump, it'll cause you to exactly. dump. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. I didn't yeah, realize. Like the, oh, sorry. It's like the three things that they've found that cause instant dumping system with like, 90% of their patients, oh. you know, and that's like in sweet tea is like everywhere here. Yep. Like yeah. if you go order unsweet tea, there's a lot of restaurants that don't around here don't even serve unsweet tea because it's kind of like a sin, you know, <laughs> I know is. I would not last in Texas um, because yeah. you can't unsweeten tea. It's already unsweetened. Just going to point this out. Right. <laughs> 
Because every time I go to get tea, they're like, unsweetened or sweet. I'm like, motherfucker, it's tea or sweet tea. That's all it is. Yeah, it was a a weird adjustment because, like, I'm originally from Portland. Okay, that's right. Yeah. And so, like, you know, there you don't you don't find sweet tea anywhere, Mm -mm. you know, you know, maybe like in a barbecue restaurant, but that's about it. Mm Yeah. And then, yeah, then to move here and it's like you ask for tea and it comes out and you're like puckered up because it's so stinking sweet. Mm -hmm. But then you just, you know, you get acclimated and you decide, oh, I like this flavor. It's kind of nice, you know. It's that sugar. It gets you addicted. And then you be the more you drink it, the Mm -hmm. more your body's like, okay, we need more. We need more. It's just like soda. Like there's so much sugar in soda and it's coffee. Well, like the specialty coffee drinks. Like that's why McDonald's puts sugar on even in their buns. Uh, Taco Bell puts honey in their tortillas. Yep, because they need that sweet, and it makes you it like, oh, I want it. Oh, I want it. I love Taco Bell's tortillas. All the receptors, they're so, they're so good. I, this sounds real weird. No, totally random. I just really like their meat. I know most people don't, but I love their fucking ground beef meat. Really? Yeah. Like I on, cannot. I don't like it. So fucking good. I like their tortillas. So I'm always like, <sighs> I mean, I'm mad at Taco Bell. You took away my Mexican pizza. That is right. So. Oh, you took away my seven layer burrito. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. My double, my double decker taco, my Mexican burrito, and um, my Mexican pizza. And yeah, Eric loves the seven layer burrito. We're like, what the fuck do we order? I guess we don't come here anymore. Well, and they you, <laughs> they made for the longest time they made this grilled cheese burrito thing mm-hmm. where they had cheese on the outside and then like, like it was all melty and good. And so I would get that. I would split it in half. I'd have one half of that sitting and then another half at the other. They took it away and I asked them to make it and they made it so wrong. I was like, motherfuckers. Yeah. Don't fuck with my quesarito. No. So now because I'm we're in Oregon and we have lots of taco trucks and it's amazing. Yes. I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to get the real shit then. If you guys aren't going to give me mm-hmm. like the real garbage I want, I'm going to go get the real. <laughs> it is garbage. It's garbage. <laughs> I'm going to go have the authentic stuff that tastes fucking amazing. Yeah. yeah so. There's so many taco trucks here now. And yeah. oh, my gosh. They're so, so good. good. They're so, so good. good. Yeah, uh, we have like. We have like taco. Like if you move to Texas and you don't like tacos, you might as well just move away. Because like, if you don't like tacos, you don't like barbecue. Like that's everywhere. It's like the it's like the Starbucks in, of Oregon. You know, oh, it's like funny. it's just everywhere. You oh, know? I like, love it. So everywhere, you know, and so like then we have Taco Bells, but it's like it's almost like a sin to go to a Taco Bell because mm-hmm. you can just go around the corner and get something like authentic and amazing. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Oh yes. Totally. Oh, yes. Um. What was I going to ask? I had it in my head. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So what was your top weight? Uh, so my top weight was 478. 478. And so what, How? because I know you've lost a pretty good amount yes. prior to the surgery in a couple of days. How much have you done? Uh, so as of this morning, I was down 71 pounds. Holy shit. Oh my God. You're almost in the 300s. In how, in how much time? Did you lose um, that? Since May 22nd. Since your birthday, Kel. Since my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> May 22nd's my birthday. That's so cool. Four months, you were able to lose 71 pounds. Wow. But you work out daily almost, right? Uh, yeah. I work out like six days a week. I give myself one rest day. Okay. And, what- and some of those days, like, because um, I do like cardio kickboxing. Yes. Um, I'm so and jealous. So I want to do it. And so some days I actually do doubles. Okay. Um, and it's like a 45 minute class. And so it's like two back to back. Yep. And I burn in those two classes. I burn anywhere from like 18 to 2000 calories in those, in those nine, you know, those nine minutes. Yeah. 
That's awesome. The classes are so fucking rad because um, what I was going to say is it's super easy to end up doing two classes because mm. once you're there, you kind of just don't want to leave because you're kind of having fun. And you mm. feel good because that's what I would do. We would do a yoga Pilates at f- um, from 530 mm-hmm. to 630. And right after it would start the hip hop class. And the lady that was the instructor for the yoga and Pilates is the same one for hip hop. So she's like, come on, guys, we're all going to the other room. We're like, sweet. And so we went and did the hip hop classes. So it's like, <laughs> that's fun. How did I end up being here for two hours? But I feel great. And mm. like it didn't ruin my day. Like, you know, how you're like, oh, I have to get home. I have to do mm-hmm. these things. It didn't do anything. Like it didn't change anything. It actually mm-hmm. just it heightened it and made it better. Yeah. So like we have to get back. We need to go do classes. Well, we those need to are fucking look into the badass. Croc Center. Yeah, that's where I did them at. And they have yeah. they have kickboxing, which I want to do mm-hmm. really right. bad. Yeah. I want to be able to kick some ass. And it makes you feel like you can, right? Like yeah. when you do it. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a lot of fun. Like I've done boxing before, where it was just like you know, like it was more like they were training you to like actually box, but you know, box. Uh. But this is more like. You know, like you're doing a lot of kicks and punches and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also in between all that, like it's all because it's all circuits. So it's three 15 minute circuits. Okay. Oh, okay. Between like, so you, so you might go from like, you know, doing like a, like kicks and punches to like, then all of a sudden they're like, you know, get down and like, give me burpees or oh. give me pushups or give me Ooh. sit-ups. And then, and then you're back on your feet, you know, doing like more kicks and punches. Yeah. So it's just like, it's like nonstop and like. And every instructor is different, so every workout is different too. So, oh, so it keeps you know, it interesting. You might get one, yeah. So you, so you like some days when I do doubles, like it's like I'll get like the first instructor will be it'll give you an intense workout because they're all intense workouts, mm-hmm. and uh, you'll go from like one, and then like the next person is like you know like part drill sergeant, so okay. it's like twice as intense, mm-hmm. and so you're just like you know by the time like I hit that that second 15 minute set in the second class, mm-hmm. I'm gassing out. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so it's like I go from like you know having like strong hits to like I'm barely even like touching the bag because I'm just like it's everything I can do to like finish the class. But yeah. it's like you know, and then you like look at your watch afterwards and you're like, holy crap, I just burned that many calories. Cool, I feel great now. Let's do a no, I'm just kidding. I'm not, <laughs> not a third one, just two right. a days. Um, I used to do a uh, boot camp boot style camp. Mm-hmm. and I fucking loved it. And it, so right when I was doing it and I was starting to like lose weight a whole bunch, I was going five days a week and then I got diagnosed with my autoimmune. So I couldn't go anymore. But when I went, like, he would have us do burpees. We would do the ropes. We would, there was a second layer or layer level level to my gym. And so we would run and go up the stairs across and then come down the stairs and do circuits. And it was so freeing to be able to. And his name was Hogan, the Oh, that's funny. And I gave him so much shit because I was like, Hulk Hogan. Like, yeah, I was just being (laughs) dork. But he would like not take my shit. So because I will be I'll be like, well, I don't really want to do that. I don't like that. And he'll be like, "Uh, no, like, just just go, go, just go. You have to keep going. Yeah. Yeah. So I I want to find a boot camp. Yeah, because I love it. I I enjoy the drill sergeant mentality. Yeah. Yeah. It makes well, it the, makes me happy. The one that Croc Center that we did. So our kickboxing was like a mix with like aerobics. Mm. So it was very like high cardio mm. with it. Like we didn't have any breaks like that. It would be um, she would do like, OK, we do a whole set for 15, 20 minutes and then you go get water for a minute and you come right back and then you do the next set. Mm. And it was just movement the whole time. And I remember like the first time I was taking like 
because I was like, fuck it, I'm taking a break. Like, mm-hmm. you can take them whenever you yeah. want. And you, you see, feel like you can't. Yeah. You feel like you're like, you're no. like, shit, I'm going to get in trouble yeah. if I take a break. But then yeah, I saw other people doing it and I was like, okay, this is normal. I can't like just keep pushing myself till I fall over. Um, so like I would take those. And then the first time I didn't take a break, it was like a non-scale victory. I was like, fuck yeah, I lasted the whole time. I made it. I did yeah. it. Yeah. And that feeling's great. So I always encourage people to go to classes because you'll get that like like almost like a little boost. Well, you know? and I feel like you don't feel alone then. Yep. Like yep. you're going in and you're like, even if you're not talking to anybody and you're not like interacting with anybody, you're still not alone. Right. Like, and you're getting that teacher aspect of it. Oh, to yeah. Where, like, because some people have never been at a gym before, mm-hmm. so they don't know what anything is. And it's kind of embarrassing, which I don't know why it's embarrassing. But, like, I always found it embarrassing to be like, I don't know how to use that machine. Oh, yeah. Not knowing is always scary. Or, like, the first time I did the ropes, I was like, I don't, what do I do with this? <laughs> like, I don't get it. <laughs> and he's like, you just move your arms. <laughs> yeah, that's all you do. That's all you do. Well, and that was the, that was a hard thing for me because I knew that I needed to, like, add that when I was, like, losing weight. And, like, and I was, like, so determined to, like, keep going like mm-hmm. i wanted to add that working out component and mm-hmm. i i can't stand walking it's okay. one of the bo- most boring things to me like yeah. i just get like stir crazy mm-hmm. so like i needed something and i knew that if i went to a gym by myself that i wouldn't it would be hard to get that motivation because mm-hmm. there's nobody there pushing you right mm-hmm. so i like that's when i started to like look into boxing again and i found this place you know this one you know this place and they advertise like no judgment and stuff like that and mm-hmm. you know that you're you know and but I probably sat in that parking lot for a good like 25 minutes, like convincing myself to actually go in. Wow. And when I finally got in there, like they were just super welcoming. And Aww. like the, you know, the instructor said, like, you know, the only person that's going to be hard on you in this class or is going to judge you is yourself. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, what, you know, in my head, I'm like, yeah, right. Whatever. Like, <laughs> I've been to gyms before. Like I've been to boxing where like, you just feel everybody judging, you know, the, you know, the fat guy. Yeah. And, uh, and, but it was like true, like right from the start, it was like people like I probably had like four or five people after the class, like come up and like, you know, fist bump me and say like, Aww. hey, nice job, man. Welcome here. You know, welcome, you know. Like, and it was like everybody's like just everybody you work out with is super supportive. Like we have that, you know, there's people that, you know, we kind of like push each other, you know, and and, you know, and so it just kind of like it just kind of encourages you to like push yourself like more and more every time because like, you know, that like nobody gives a crap what you look like, you know, Mm. nobody gives like, you know, like if you feel like you're like having an off day and you're just struggling, somebody will come back to the class. Like, Hey man, nice job killing it. You know, Mm, you're, you're motivating me, you know, thank you. And you're just like, all right, thanks. (laughs) It just kind of keeps you going. And it's like, and like, and like what you were saying earlier, you know, about like, you know, you, you find those, like, you know, those little successes every single time. Mm. Like I always like, I try to push myself a little bit harder every single time I go in. Yeah. So like my first class, cause you know, they tell you from the start, like don't feel you have to do everything. If you don't feel you can do an exercise, like sub it with something else. So my first time in there, like I didn't do any of the floor exercises. Cause I'm like, there's no way that like, I might get down to do a push up, but I'm not getting back up. Right. Like, mm-hmm. like it'll be a, it'll be a push down and that's it. <laughs> push and, down. Uh, You're like, and, uh, we're going to need some help. I'm really good at the push downs. Yeah. Like I can do yeah, push exactly. downs. Yeah, I can, so, I can like, sit down. <laughs> yeah. Same here. So it's like, so, but like every time I'm like, so the first, my first class, like I just did the punches and kicks and I did some really lame, like squats, you know, just mm-hmm. to like, 
feel like I was doing something to keep my heart rate up. But, but then like, I was like, I walked away and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to, my goal is to like be able to do all those exercises. Like no yeah. matter what I'm going to do. And so like every time I go in there and I feel like I can do a little more and I push myself a little more and like, you know, it's like, there's still some floor exercises that I just, I just like can't do. Cause mm-hmm. either my knees tell me like no way, or right. I just, you know, I don't have that. Like I've got too much in the way to mm-hmm. kind of do some mm-hmm. of that, you yeah. know, but, but I definitely feel like I've come so far from that first one to where like, I can do a plank now. Yeah. I mean, it might only be, it might only be for like 15 seconds. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. To my knees, <laughs> but like just that feeling of like, Oh my God, I can do a plank. Yep. And mm-hmm. now I can get up with like one hand compared to like, it takes everything in a wall to like, get me up, you know, mm-hmm. like that alone feels huge. And so it's just like, you just see all these non-scale victories and like that alone keeps me going. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but also like another thing that's kind of kept me going too is like, is the benchies, like the sharing, the sharing of like the Apple watch, you know, mm-hmm. like there's days where I'm like, ah, I don't feel like going. And then everybody starts like doing their exercises and mm-hmm. I'm like, dang it, I guess I'm going. Cause I can't be the <laughs> only one that's doing exercise today. Oh, <laughs> like, yay. It is kind of cool. Cause you'll see, so. you do, you see them throughout the day. All of a sudden, like, they're like, Oh, Kim finished hers. Oh, Ash finished hers. Oh, there goes Jeremy. Oh, there goes Tanya. And yep. I'm like, fuck I'm at my desk just like not moving I'm like I gotta get up and move this is ridiculous yeah I need to be putting my watch on you know I would give you shit but I don't have mine on right now either (laughs) (laughs) it's on the charger and it's ready to go so I will put it on I just need to get a new band for mine and I will be golden which I'll go do today I promise I will go to Target and I will buy a new one today you know I still have your original band if you want that just FYI it's in the cupboard upstairs i'll take it okay okay we fixed it yeah we fixed it um so i want to talk about that guy you had you had messaged in the benchies one day that some guy was being he had been in there and in your class and he was kind of rude to you after yeah and so i just yeah i just want to know more about that (laughs) yeah so it wasn't even that he was being rude but it was just like it really like just like through my perspective so we have the, in our classes, we have what's called a red glove, which means it's your, it's your first time. And they give you like these, a pair of red gloves. Okay. okay. And, and, uh, so this kid was like brand new the first time. And, you know, because I had seen him like, you know, they were showing him the punches mm-hmm. and, and we have, there's like these two boards on the wall and they met each bag it measures your, like your, your strength, like okay. your, your force, but also your amount of hits. And oh, so it wow. gives you a score that oh, everybody shit. can see as you're going. So like, you know, that's part of the thing you always, you always push yourself a little harder because mm-hmm. you want that number to keep growing. I was going to say, mm-hmm. I would go bonkers in there. <laughs> yeah. Let's not have yeah, mouth so do that. Like, and <laughs> so like we, I had taken, so this class that I had taken, it was a pretty intense class with tons of hits, tons of kicks. Mm-hmm. And I had set a PR for myself that day. And it was like, you know, like 90,000, which was pretty high. And yeah. it's like, and uh, I overheard the instructor telling this kid, um, you know, hey, nice job for your first one. Check out your score. You had like, you know, you had like 102, 102,000. Yeah. Wow. And I impressive. was like, dang, that, that's a pretty impressive. So I went over there and I was like, hey, you know, congrats, man, for your first class. That's awesome. Like you were killing it. Like you smoked my score. And I've been doing this for the last few months. Yeah. And he, you know, he kind of laughed and just said, yeah, he's like, you know, I've been working out for quite a while. So it just kind of makes sense. And I was just like, 
I didn't think much of it at first, you know, and he wasn't saying it like a jerk. He was kind of just like laughing about it. Like he didn't really like he, you know, and, but I walked away and I was like, this is kind of messed up. Mm -hmm. Like the people like that you think, because I'm a big guy Mm -hmm. that I don't walk, I don't work out. I can't compete with you. Like, so that like, you have no idea where I've come from. You have Mm -hmm. no idea that I've lost 70 pounds in the last four months because Mm -hmm. of my hard work, you know, and it's like, And, you know, and what, you know, what my numbers are, but just because I'm a big guy, you think that like, I don't work out. And Mm -hmm. it was just like, it just kind of like made me like really sad for people that are, that are heavier. Mm -hmm. And especially like people that are on this journey of like getting their lives back and getting, you know, like deciding to lose weight that like, that there's still these people, you know, that there's still so many people that just think of them because they're, they're, because they're bigger, they don't work out. They don't do anything. They can't like compete. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you know, so well, it was just, it was definitely like an eye opener to me. Yeah. Those backhanded comments are what keeps people like us big people to go into the gym. It mm-hmm. makes us nervous and scared as those mm-hmm. things. Cause you're he, what he did was he was laughing to make it, make it okay for both of you for him to say that, but it was not but, okay. But it's not okay. Yeah. It's like, Hey man, right. like you have no idea that actually I know what I'm doing over here. Mm-hmm. Just because like I'm in a bigger frame doesn't mean that I don't know the techniques and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And just because you've worked out before, you've never done this class before. And that's the point. Mm-hmm. And, and I hate that you are being welcoming. Yeah. Like and you're, you're being like hell yeah like you did a great job and he's just like fuck yeah. you yeah. <laughs> like yeah. i mean essentially like, i mean he was you know because we were talking about that not too long ago when people make backhanded comments and then they like chuckle like I it makes it. it fine because they're just joking mm-hmm. and it's like it's they're fine. still hurtful comments yeah and it doesn't matter if you're like haha you took the easy way out it's still you still said you took the easy way out or haha like it's just yeah, I do the tilt. Now I'm like, oh, not, not okay. Not okay. <laughs> nope. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I just want, I remembered you putting that in the benchies and I definitely wanted to address it because the people that listen on here that are not a part of surgery, like just remember like those comments, mm-hmm. they don't feel good. No. no matter. I mean, if somebody said it even to me, because if I went to a gym, I'd be huffing and puffing, like no joke. But if somebody said it to me now, like I would be, it would hurt me. I'd be like, well, what, what's wrong with me? Yeah. Like, fuck you, you know? man. Not so. Cool. Yeah. I just think as a, as a society, we yes. need to stop. Like, yeah. Just encourage each other. Exactly yeah, what you were doing. Be nice. Like that goes a long way. It does. The encouragement mm-hmm. part. It so, really, really does. So goofy. We I got all worked up. <laughs> Did you get all? I'm like, I'll fight you. <laughs> I'll come to Texas. We're coming to Texas. I want to come meet this guy. Yeah. (laughs) I want to go to Texas and try all this barbecue that I keep hearing about. I know. For real. I've had Kansas City barbecue, which is amazing. Um, And I've had barbecue from Nashville. Okay. And I like trying like different areas of barbecue because like our barbecue here is completely different than the barbecue over there. Because oh, real yeah, barbecue is from the south. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's well, and you know, you you lived in Portland, and so now yeah. you're in Texas, so you it's, see the difference. Yeah, it's totally different. Like when I moved here originally, like it was like, I mean, because yeah, because I'm from the Pacific Northwest, so it's like barbecue comes with sauce on it for the majority. <laughs> right. In Texas, that if you comes with if it comes with sauce on it. It means it's bad barbecue. Like you, yes. don't, you don't try it because mm-hmm. in Texas, it's like salt and pepper. That's I, the only like things in the rub. Sometimes it's garlic, but it's like, you know, and if it's, if it's comes with sauce, if it needs sauce, 
I'm doing it wrong. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm a dry rub girl. I don't, I hate fucking barbecue sauce. And that's Mm -hmm. just because I'm traumatized from my family, like dipping everything in barbecue sauce when they barbecued. Well, and not real barbecue. It's like craft. It was that or sweet baby Ray's. Yeah. So it's annoying. And so like, I was like, no, I don't like it at all. So everything's a dry rub. So I fucking dig it. And then when I, when I see Eric, like, you know, I'll marinate our ribeyes the night before I do the full salts that you're supposed to, that Alton Brown I saw did. And it's delicious, by the way. It is really good. 24 hours, just do a little bit of salts. You'll thank me later. Um, (laughs) Because it holds in all that moisture. But then I saw like the first time we did it. Eric takes a bite and he's like, oh, this is so good. And he takes another bites and dips it in barbecue. I'm like, what are you doing? You just ruined that steak. <laughs> he's like, no, I didn't like eat the steak for the steak. That's what it's for. <laughs> I'm a dork and I like Heinz 57 on my steak. I know. I don't understand it. I, I do too. Okay. Yay. Yay. Me and Jeremy both like I it. I literally don't have it. Actually, all my meats, there's no dipping. No dipping. Uh, I, I don't know how you do that because I need sauce. Yeah, if it's, I need yeah. sauce in my life. If it's buffalo wings, it has sauce. That's it. See, I'm like the same way. Like I have to have sauce. Like I like I will try it. Like especially like really good barbecue, even like my favorite barbecue. Mm-hmm. Like I will try it and I'll eat it without sauce. And like it's a and I know that it's amazing. Mm-hmm. And like you know, but it's like I still like I grew up like everything had to have a sauce. Mm-hmm. Like you had to dip it in something. You know, yeah. and. So it's like, so even like, even when I go for barbecue, like there's still some kind of spicy barbecue sauce there that I can dip it in my mind. It's like, I'm just enhancing it. It's already bomb. I don't need it, but I'm just enhancing it. Yeah. Like, I'm just enhancing my dinner. I like, you, I like the way that you look at it. You're ruining it, but it's fine. <laughs> don't believe her. She's crazy. Well, it's because the way that we grew up was like, if you dipped it in, because ke- ketchup was the pick of choice if you dipped it in ketchup that's how you knew that there was something wrong with it because you're trying to cover it up with the sauce no i just like i yeah. like jeremy's way it's enhancing yeah because i mean my mom burnt a lot of things so well you no. dipped it in bar- <laughs> dipped it in ketchup or ranch <laughs> you're like this will taste better <laughs> so oh my gosh i wanted to go over your support system yes what does that look like and then how was it when you told people that you're going to get surgery um, yes. I mean, like a lot of it, I mean, like a lot of it, like support wise, like, I mean, I, you know, like Instagram, like has been like huge for me. Cause there's so many people that I've met and become like, you know, really, you know, pretty close friends with, mm-hmm. and just like that, you know, like, and just like the being blown away by that support alone. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also like, you know, my family has been like super supportive. Um, okay. and I like, so when I first started the journey, like, I was, I decided like, I'm going to be transparent about this no matter what. So I'm going to put something on, on, on like Instagram and share it to my Facebook. And I'm just going to be like, just put it out there what I'm doing. And I don't give a rip what comes back. Mm-hmm. Like, cause it's not about them. It's about me. Yep. This is my journey. I don't care if you, if you don't want, if you choose to unfollow me, great. See ya. Yeah. Have a good life. Peace. Yep. And <laughs> so I just was, I put up this big thing and I said what I was doing and I was just like, I just sat there and just waited for the negativity to come back. Mm-hmm. And it didn't. Isn't that crazy? And I was like, what the heck? Mm-hmm. Like, and it was instead I got this outpouring of like, you know, good job. We're proud of you. We're, you know, you're inspiring us. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and so like all of my like yeah, family have been like super supportive. I think yeah. the only one that's been really nervous has been my mom. Yeah. But it's more just the, the fact of the surgery. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, like every because for a while, like every post that I would put you know, about me, like my accomplishments or whatever, how much weight I lost, she would follow it up with like, Oh, good job. And then like her next comment would be, 
hey, if you keep it going this way, you're not going to need the surgery after all. No. And so I had to put this, po- I put this post, but I didn't want to like, you know, attack her personally. Yeah. Like, so I put this post just pretty much saying like, I'm not taking the easy way out. This is why I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and if you don't agree with it, I'm sorry about that, but this is what I've chosen to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, and, she, you know, and she apologized. She's like, I wasn't trying to think, but I think it's like, you know, like, out of the boys in my family, like I'm the youngest. So okay. it's like, you know, so like I'm her like baby and I've never had surgery. Mm. And it was partially my doing because at a dinner one night, like I made the the cheeky comment, like, what's the worst that's going to happen? I'm going to die <laughs> on the table. Like, whatever. Like, I guess it was my time to go. Oh my God, but you sound like this one. You were so alike. It's so funny. <laughs> if it happens, it happens. Yeah. I'm like, right. if I so die on a ride in Universal, that's just what ha- has to happen. <laughs> exactly. So, like, you know, so I'm sure, but that that probably wasn't the, the best comment to say in front of my mom because right. she's a reward as it is. So yeah. it was partially my doing. But, <laughs> but yeah, like, everybody's been just like super supportive. Like, even like this morning, my, my sister, the, one of my sisters lives here in Texas and she like, you know, wanted to support me in any way possible. So she was like, she's like, I want to like set you up for like the first month of your post-op, you know, with, like, what what to eat. Okay. And uh, she's like, so what, what can you eat? And I'm like, you know, so I sent her like a list of everything that was approved. And this morning, like, you know, it like my, the grocery order arrived and it literally took up like an entire counter in my kitchen. Aww. And I was just like blown away, like just by that support. And I was like, yeah. okay, I guess I'm set. You know, thank you so much. And so Aww. that legit gave yes. me goosebumps. Yeah. Look at that. I'm like, oh, <laughs> like somebody yeah, so, being that thoughtful of it. Seriously. Of that, that's Everybody who's listening, if you're a support person, do that. Do that. Do that. Seriously. That means a ton. It doesn't have to be the whole month of stuff. Just sending stuff is yeah. just super helpful. Yeah. yeah exactly. It's just the, it's, the, it's the small little gestures that people can give to you. Like, I mean, I'll have people that like friends and family that'll reach out and just say like, hey, you're inspiring me like to get healthy. Yeah. You know, like good job. You know, like I'm proud of you what I do. Like, like even like, like Tanya, like she's amazing. Like I love Tanya. I get, like. Like every time I work out, like I didn't realize this for probably like a few weeks, but because for some reason, the notifications when somebody works out and you like give them like a cheers, whatever, Mm -hmm. they only go to my iPad and I didn't realize that. So I was never seeing them on my phone. Oh, that's So one night I went to go like watch something and I saw that I had like, you know, 15 like unread text messages (laughs) from some random like, you know, Oregon number. And I was like, (laughs) what the hell? And I look at it and it's all like, you know, you know, mic drop you're killing it. Like you deserve an award and just all these encouraging comments. And I was just like, what the heck? Like, (laughs) this is so good. They would feel great. I mean, like Mm -hmm. right after it was, it was like right after the fact, Mm -hmm. but it was like, but it's just like, it's that kind of stuff that people can do for you Mm -hmm. that like means the world. Like if you're having like a a down in the dumps day or you're feeling like defeated Mm -hmm. and somebody comes along and says like, Hey, you're good job. You're like, you're inspiring me. You know, like, you're just like, Oh, all right, I can go on for another day. I can still do yeah. this. I'm, I'm doing the right thing for myself. You yeah. Know? Sometimes it's hard to see past like your own, not judgment, but just like critical vision of yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard to see past that sometimes. And it becomes overwhelming. And when people even like when you post a picture and somebody's just like, oh, my God, you look amazing. Like it just boosts your self-worth, yeah. I guess, a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it's not the like. Oh, look at me, look at me. It's just that somebody noticed that you were are working hard. Yeah. It's yeah. like the acknowledgement is mm-hmm. there, which is so helpful. Mm-hmm. Super helpful. Yes. And you mm-hmm. said you have kids, right? Do you have um how many do you have? 
I have two. I have a I have a 22 year old daughter and a 19 year old son. Damn, I would have never guessed that. Nope, I would have never guessed that. I thought they're going to be like five and seven. Give him baby face. Yeah, you do. You got a baby face too. You got the beard too, which uh, which helps. Yeah. Um, Because how are they incorporating? Like, are they helping out? Are they encouraging? How did that go? Um, yeah, not a lot. There, there's, I mean, they're both like, I mean, like my son, like even like last night, like we were, I was talking about, you know, like the, you know, the podcast and he was like, he was like, you know, I just want to tell you, like, you know, I'm proud of you. Like, Aww. you know, I see your hard work and I know, I see what you're doing and like, it's really cool. Like I notice. So he's like, I know I don't say it, but I notice, and I'm really proud of you. And I was like, Oh yeah. And like, and my daughter's, you know, said the same, you know, has said the same thing. Like, you know, she can see it and, mm-hmm. You know, and, you know, but yeah, so it's, you know, it's not as much as like everybody else, but it's definitely, you know, you definitely know you have their support. Well, and I think a lot of people that don't really know a whole lot about surgery, the people that are like trying to be supportive, they don't know how to be supportive. Yeah, they don't know how to say. Or what to say. Like, do you want to talk about it? Do you not want, you know, like even if you're posting about it, like some people are like, they can post about it, but they don't want to talk about Mm -hmm. it in person. So... You know, I just as long as you're not making word comments, it's all that matters. Pretty much all of us are an open book. Yeah. One hundred percent are because we want to spread that knowledge because like even today I was at the gas station and this guy, the guy that was pumping my gas, he was like, so what are you doing today? And I was like, oh, you know, I'm recording an episode for my podcast, blah, blah, blah. And so then, of course, he's like, what's your podcast about? Mm -hmm. So I I tell him weight loss surgery. I was like, I had weight loss surgery two years ago. And he's like, oh, did you get the the strap thing? <laughs> and I was like, um, no, nope, I didn't get the band. Um, I, I, And so then I started telling him, you know, like, this is how they do it. They take 80 percent of your stomach, blah, blah, blah. And he like you could see like the knowledge, like making sense. Yep. And I was like, see, this is what people are missing. Like yep. They just need somebody mm-hmm. to talk to them in a normal way and say, like, nobody really does the band anymore. Nope. And not everybody does bypass. <laughs> Yeah, there's multiple surgeries. And I think knowledge is just fucking key. It is. They they don't think it's the easy way out once they actually see all the things. Mm-hmm. And with the comment of easy way out, I would say, you know what? Actually, not doing the surgery is the easy way out. Mm. Because you're complacent. You're just putting shit in your mouth and you're not even caring what's happening to your body. That's so much fucking easier than us taking the time and taking care of yourself. It's really hard to take care of yourself. So it's like. I think we need to swip that one or swap that one. Swip. Swip. Swip that one. Swip, swip, swap, swap. So, okay. So you have surgery on Tuesday. Yep. Are you nervous, excited, mixture both? I think I'm more excited than anything else. I think the day of my nerves are going to kick in because the whole like surgery element. Yeah. um, You know, but I think, yeah, I'm more excited than anything else just to like finally get it done. Mm -hmm. And just for like being able to add that tool to like, you know, what's going to help me like, you know, lose the weight and mm-hmm. keep it off. And, you know, like that, that alone is to me is, ex- is exciting. Yeah. You know? Um, you know, and then, ho- and hoping to like inspire more guys to be like more transparent and yep. more like, you know, cause it's, it's crazy that they like 40, I read like probably a week ago, I read a statistic that like 40% of all bariatric surgeries are mm-hmm. men. Okay. But yet, why are they, the, you know, but they yet they're the hardest people to find in social, like in social, like yep. nobody yes, you just don't want to like admit it, you know, mm-hmm. but the few people that are, that I've met are freaking phenomenal. Right. You know? oh. like, yeah. Like, hands down. 
like you know, like all the Robs. You know, all the Robs. <laughs> Yeah, there's so many of them. There's three uh-huh. of them now. It's yeah. great. There's Black Rob. Yeah. That's literally his Instagram name. Yes. And then there's Hot Rob. And then there's yeah. Sad Rob. Yep. Which, and they're all great. And they yeah. all are open. And like, that is the biggest deal is like trying to find you guys. Mm-hmm. And then also them being comfortable with talking to mm-hmm. us. That's a whole different ballgame, mm-hmm. too. What Have you seen anything different from being like a guy in this situation? Or like, has anything been harder? Or I don't know what it's like so um i don't think it's i don't i think i mean like definitely like finding like the support you know mm-hmm. with other guys has mm-hmm. was challenging at first like even like when i first like started the journey i'm like okay i'm gonna like i want to learn everything i possibly can mm-hmm. i want to like find podcasts and stuff like that mm-hmm. and like so i was like looking up like you know podcasts you know by men you know whatever and mm-hmm. there was like one that i right. found and when I started listening to it, it was the guy, it was literally the guy's last episode. I'm like, oh crap. Now there's nothing. Yep. Now what am I going to do? Oh man. You know? But, but then like, you know, like, but then I like, I found you guys and I just like jumped. I was excited. I jumped in. I'm like, I'm like, who cares that like, you know, that it's, that it's not guys. It's like, they're sharing the same experiences and stuff like that. But, but yeah, there's definitely not a lot of guys that are mm-hmm. open enough about it to actually be forward and say like, mm-hmm. I did this. So mm-hmm the ones that I've met in the process, like I've just kind of like clung on to it, like, you know, and like you can reach out to them, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, like Jason at East to West has been awesome. Oh, like good. Um, good. my weight is history. He's like that Rob yeah. has been like, he's awesome. Like yeah. we you know, talk here and there, like, you know, and I'll ask him questions and I'm always shocked that like, for one, like, you know, to get a response, mm-hmm. but also like, a, you know, encouragement at the same time. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And so, yeah. So, you know, but, you know, and I hope that like, I hope that that stigma can change and I hope mm-hmm. that like through this, that like, guys can be more open. Yeah. There's one, there's one guy that follows me that I talked to here and there that, you know, he's not, he's just now starting to consider weight loss surgery, but okay. he's on a, he's on a big like weight loss journey. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've been able to have conversations and I think that like, you know, and like my goal is like, you know, that, you know, hopefully like this guy will be more like, you know, cause he's, you know, I watch him be more and more transparent, but like, you know, like there's, you know, like, I think that, you know, just that transparency of, you know, guys would be like, you know, huge, mm-hmm. you know, cause there's just, there, it, there's not, but I mean, like, I love all the support, you know, anyways, like, I mean, even like the benches group, like, I'm You're still the only like, guy, <laughs> the only guy in there, but I love it. It's great. And it's like, I hope that one day, like, I'm not the only guy, but it's like, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't, there's no mm-hmm. like, Oh, you're a guy. So shut up. You know, oh, there, yeah, might be no. like, there might be like an apology. <laughs> like, okay, sorry for that comment. You know, those, yeah. this conversation. Like sorry, a Jeremy, TMI, but, by know. the way, Jeremy. So like, don't read like, this, but, Jeremy. But I never think anything of it. Like I've got a daughter, I, you know, I'm married. Like, so I got it, you know, you know, we're good. That's awesome. There's, there's, there's no TMI. I love it. Cause yeah. What kind of questions are you getting from guys? What's in your DMs? Yeah, what's in your DMs? Um, well, when you weed out like the people that are trying to like, you know, solicit, you know, <laughs> yeah. their businesses and stuff like that and like the Bitcoin and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of it is just like like I'll, you know, a lot of it like is predominantly like, you know, other like fe- you know, like uh, where like a females are reaching out, like, mm-hmm. hey, you know, you're inspiring or okay. you know, hey, you know, how did you get involved in this and stuff like that? But mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, like, you know, I'll get, you know, some, 
some guys, like I don't get a lot of DMS that are actually like legit. Mm-hmm, um, okay. Most of them just like come through comments and all those kind of start conversations that way. Okay. But it'll start with just like a, you know, somebody will just pop up and just say like, Hey, like that's inspiring. Like I've wanted to do this and I'll, you know, I've been, you know, I've been trying. And so mm-hmm. like, you know, I might like DM them at that point and just like trying to give them encouragement and, you know, kind of, you know, be like, oh yeah, you can totally do this. This is where I started. This is where I'm in now. Like mm-hmm. if I can do it, anybody can do it. And just mm-hmm. like, I'm here for you to support you in whatever way you need. Let me know, ask me any questions. I'm an open book. Nice. Like, you know, we're all here to support each other. And like this yes. community is like no other that I've ever seen, which is amazing. Right. So, it's, it's so, intense. it's so funny. Like that you get very like overwhelmed when you're not in this community. But then as soon as I go on the Instagram, like whether it be the podcast one or my personal one, it's so welcoming. Yep. Like it's just a wealth of just encouragement. Yeah. The haters yeah. aren't as much as I thought they would be. No. I mean, there's a few here and there, but I feel like the whole community kind of like tells them this is not okay. Get out. Yep. Like right. it's like instant, mm-hmm. instant. We're yeah. on, we're on like those a, people. Yeah. I found like a few like communities like on Facebook, like right away. And I've actually like stopped using Facebook because all these communities that I found, like everybody was like so negative. It yeah. was like, Oh, I got this surgery and like my life is now miserable. Like mm-hmm. this is horrible. Why would anybody ever consider this? Like if you're thinking about it, don't do it. Oh, wow. Like you're ruining your life. Like just do it that, you know, the easy way and go and work out. Oh you know? my God. And I was like, come on. Like, so I was like, I don't need that. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to like, I like, I love transparency, but like, there's gotta be a point where you're positive too. Cause right. you know, you can only be so negative for so long and all you're going to do is just bring everybody else down. So like, let's have the positives, but yeah, share your, share your negativity too. But mm-hmm. you know, like, I mean, cause now your negativity, but like, you're like, you know, you're like, parts where you feel like mm-hmm. you didn't measure up you right because that's what we you know because we can boost each other up but mm-hmm. it just can't be all negative so yeah i you're not the first person that said that yeah facebook, that facebook is very negative or very scary yeah like toxic yeah. yeah versus instagram where you come in and you just see it's just light like everybody's sharing their positivity and like even people that are posting pictures of something that's like they're they're feeling down or something like that. Like it's still got a positive spin to it. Mm-hmm. Or like mm-hmm. everybody just gets on and is like, no, you can do this. Like, I hope you're okay. It's just, it's a different experience. Well, it's funny because I what I equated to is like, hey, we're all a bunch of fat kids that <laughs> have been mistreated and neglected. And now we all because we all know what that feels like. Mm-hmm. So now when we're in a group setting, we're like, no, we know what that feels like. And we hope you're OK. This is the things mm-hmm. like we want you to feel good because like it's not fun feeling shitty mm-hmm. and nor is it good, fun to make someone feel shitty. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how can we make everybody feel good and be honest at the same time? Yeah. Give information. Yeah. But don't be like, I don't know, like there's it, it, there's a difference between yep. just being a negative, whiny person and being open about the things that have happened. Yeah, because I've had right. to have conversations with people where they're like, 
You're like, um, oh, this seems like a full time job. I don't know if I can do it. And it's like, hey, this is this is your new life now. So you're mm-hmm. going to have to yeah. like, it, uh, you know, I wasn't trying to like sugarcoat it. It's like, hey, this is just what it is. Yeah. And this, this is, what is you, your job now. Yeah, this is your job. And it should have been our job before. And that's how we got in the situations. So I'm like, I have mm-hmm. to be a little stern and be mm-hmm. like, this is the information. Mm-hmm. But also like message us. We'll we'll keep talking to you to yeah. get you through the days. But you have to understand you are the full-time job and you should be the full-time job. Your, yourself should be the full-time job. Yeah. 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 Um, so speaking of the community, did you get to go to the Texas retreat? Yeah, it's in your area. I didn't. So I actually uh, bought tickets for it. Okay. Um, and I was going to go, but then um, the more I like thought about it, like the more I was like, I don't know if it's the best decision for me. Oh, because okay. it was like, it was like a week before my surgery. So I'm like, uh, do I want to really expose myself to that big of group, you know, mm-hmm. and like possibly like have something derail me. And, right. and so I, I mean, I, and I even like asked a bunch of people, I'm like, you know, what do you think? This is what I think, you know, mm-hmm. what are your opinions? And like, you know, and like, and people were just like, you know, like, you know, kind of saying like, you know, there's going to be more meetups, like right. don't stress about it. Like, you know, this is your number, you know, your health is the most important right mm-hmm. now in this surgery. Like, you've worked too hard to get here. Mm-hmm. So don't stress it. Like there's going to be others. So I made yeah. the decision to not go. Okay. Makes and sense. it was definitely hard because it's mm-hmm. like, you know, you see all the pictures mm-hmm. and, and it seemed like such a fun time and it would have yeah. been awesome to like meet all these people like face to face that I've talked to, you yeah. know, but yeah. Yeah. So I was bummed, but no, I didn't go. Okay. Well, I know there's another one October 16th. Yeah. So yeah, there, that there would you be, I, I want to uh, go. I was having serious FOMO because I was like rooftop party what like wait a minute I want to go but yeah it's fine I'm glad that you you know had that discussion with yourself and then others to figure it out because Mm -hmm. yeah like it would really suck if you got sick right before Mm -hmm. and it's like man because all because you know being the benchies we're seeing people's shit getting canceled Mm -hmm. and it is devastating it is and the last thing you want to do is put yourself in that predicament where yours is canceled now yeah being so close so yeah no i think a great decision better decision yeah i think i Um, agree do you have your hospital bag prepared uh it's not packed yet but i have like mentally but i'm gonna put it in there okay. i have like my uh i have like my i bought like a, a shirt that said like you know like straight out of bariatric Yay! surgery it's nice. like my like coming home from the hospital shirt and like you know and i know that like, what i'm gonna put in it you know like my long cord and i've, I've i have one of those like hideous like cpap machines mm-hmm. so like that's got to go with me. Yep. And, yep. Um, you know, and of course, like, you know, like because of you guys, chapstick. Yes, uh, definitely. <laughs> definitely chapstick. And, uh, so, yeah. So it'll it'll get packed this weekend because I'm in like quarantine for like starting today. I was in quarantine. So okay. like I have nothing better to do than get my house ready and pack my bag. So that's true. That's and true. join us on the Zoom meeting. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah that too. Yay. Does your wife get to go with you? the hospital or how does that she work does, yeah okay. so she'll be there like she can go pre-op like um and then they just open it up to where she can actually go she can actually spend the night if she wanted to oh but good like, everything's been like like the i was actually kind of getting nervous too um because that that way we get canceled that was like every week it would get like there would be like you know no no elective surgeries you mm. know and then and even like when I went for my pre-op, the the doc the doctor had said that sur- all surgeries that week had been canceled. 
Oof. And so they're so I'm like, okay. And they're like, but we make the decision on Thursday. Every Thursday, they make the decision for the next week. Okay. And so like when it was like Thursday, I like I literally called them like, have you heard yet? Is it on? Is it on? They're like, yep, you're good. We're oh, on. Oh, Oh, oh gosh, so yeah. good. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Well, I am I am so excited to see like how yeah. you feel after surgery. It's going to be so yeah. cool to watch you go through all this. Yes, I am yeah, excited. I'm, I'm excited. I'm pretty. I'm pretty excited, and it's like, and my doctor too. Like my surgeon, she was actually like, even if they cancel them, and they because like the big thing now is like in Texas, it's like the numbers are going down, mm. but the the age range that it's affecting are younger right. and they're getting more sick than adults are. So like they're occupying so many more beds and that's why they're canceling any ones that have overnight stays. Mm. And of course I'm getting RNY and that typically, and I'm on a CPAP. So that requires an overnight, but yep. they're like, we'll figure it out. We'll put you to the very first surgery that day. You'll oh stay God. to like late that night and then we'll discharge you. Or if like, if you have to stay over, it'll be because of medical reasons. And mm-hmm. that's how we'll work that in. They're like, we're going to get you in. So oh, God. Such I love your center. Office. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but now it's like, but now it's open up to where like, I, you know, they've already, they confirmed yesterday that like, I, you know, for the overnight stay. And oh, so awesome. Good. What's yeah. the name of your bariatric center? Um, so it's called Southwest Bariatrics. Okay. Southwest. Okay. And that's in Austin, right? Yeah, that's in Austin. Okay. Okay. Well, then. And my surgeon is Dr. Nancy Marquez. Ooh. I like her name. Mar- yeah, and she actually, she actually just like posted a few days ago that she had just got like finished her like thousandth um, robotic surgery. Whoa. Whoa. That's yeah. cool. That's exciting. Yeah. I, I want to talk to her because yeah. she seems awesome. I want to yeah, know about these robotics. Yeah. She's rad. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We'll have to contact her. Yeah. We'll contact her, get her on the pod. Cause yeah. it'd be nice to just get, cause we notice like everybody has a different technique. They mm-hmm. have a different style. Mm-hmm. They have different reasonings for a two week diet, mm-hmm. one week, three days, mm-hmm. one day or none at all. It's insane. So like, I like hearing why. Mm-hmm. Why is it different? Exactly. So. All, right. All right. Well, here we go. Yeah. You're going to have surgery and then we're going to have you back on for your one month yeah, check one in. Yeah, one month check in. And so Jeremy's going to be with us for a year, guys. Yes. Straight up year. So excited. <laughs> Thank you for letting us like, you know, kind of get into your life. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're already in it because of the Benji's, but. Yeah. Yeah. And we're just so glad that the Benchies have become such a good support for you. Yeah. It's doing a lot. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right, people. So if you want to watch this, um, you get it a week early for all of our patrons. So Mm -hmm. if you want to be a patron, go to patreon.com forward slash OSLP and pick your tier. If you want to be a Benchy, it's $7. But anything over $7 or higher, you get to be in a Benchies anyway. Yes. And don't forget Um, to go over to our website. That's right. Which is OurSleeveLifePodcast.com. We've got merch. And guys... Insider tip, we have new merch coming. We do have new merch. We have all new, like we're revamping stuff. So be prepared. We will make sure that you all know, but go over right now, check it out. Let us know what you think. If you go to Dr. D's uh, page all the way at the bottom, you can always send us answer or questions for her. You can, yeah, you can send us answers answers too. I'm I'm good with that question, answer, you know. Did our job for us. Yes, exactly. So that's always there. And we love you guys. Yeah. And we will see you. Next time. Bye. Hey, listeners, if you've enjoyed your time with us, please rate, review, and subscribe on any platform that you get your podcasts. Also, check us out on patreon.com 
forward slash OSLP for exclusive content with your favorite girls ever. Yeah. And also check out our YouTube page. Subscribe, hit that little bell so you get notified when our new videos drop a week after they are released. Yeah, and we would like to give a big thank you to Anne-Marie Cruz for our logos, Eric Vaughn with 17th Street Studios because he provides our music and our recording yes, space. Yes, Thanks for listening to Archley Live Podcast where we are breaking that stigma one episode at a time.